Welcome to Copyright Clearance Center's podcast series. I'm Christopher Keneally for Beyond the Book. It's Friday, August 24th, 2018. Our weekly guest on the show is Andrew Albanese, Publishers Weekly Senior Writer, who joins me today from New York City. Welcome back to Beyond the Book, Andrew. Hey there, Chris. So sadly, this is our last podcast of the summer. But when we return after Labor Day, it's back to school for the kids and the arrival of fall publishing's big season. You report today on the PW site some alarming new data on how today's high school students spend their time. And it's not with a good book. Tell us about the report. Yes, that's right. The report really was an eye-opener and should be an eye-opener for anyone in the book business. It shows that, as the Washington Post puts it, high schoolers today are texting, scrolling, and using social media instead of reading books and magazines. And that probably is not going to come as a huge newsflash to people. The study was published in the journal Psychology of Popular Media Culture. And while it won't surprise anyone, it should definitely get people's attention. What it basically says is that teens are pretty much addicted to their devices, as are many adults. But the numbers in this study, uh, which is based on data collected in 2016, I believe, it really hit me like a hammer. And and among the data, uh, the fact that one in three U.S. high school seniors did not read a book for pleasure in 2016, while in the same period, eight out of 10 of those students went to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram every single day. Uh, You know, we spoke a little bit, we spoke last week about the decline in the fiction numbers, so that, you know, fiction sales are off about 11% over the last three years, and if you go out five years, they're down about 16%, and in fact, that's owing to a number of factors, no doubt including, you know, as we discussed, the lack of big bestsellers like Fifty Shades of Grey and series like Harry Potter and Veronica Roth. But what these numbers suggest is that it's less about the supply side. In other words, the lack of great titles, because we are publishing great books every year and tons of them, and more about the lack of demand. This study suggests that in today's digital media-rich environment, we're just not making new readers. So does the study say much about where the pressure on reading is coming from? Yeah, so the study takes into account a range of activities, you know, including how how kids today are using TVs and watching TV, excuse me, and going to movies, for example. And while many forms of entertainment are falling victim to their growing use of social media and, and playing on their devices and texting, the study reports that the decline in reading print media has been especially steep. And as I alluded to earlier, one of the study's authors, Jean Twenge, who's a professor of psychology at San Diego State University, noted that in the 1970s, about 60% of high school seniors reported reading a book or magazine or a newspaper every single day. But by 2016, that number had dropped to 16%. That's less than one in five. And that's not all. I mean, in the early 1990s, 33% of 10th graders said they read a newspaper almost every single day. So it's a third of 10th graders. But by 2016, that number was only 2%. Now, that's certainly understandable because in the 1990s, we, we still had newspapers, right? Local newspapers, of course, have been decimated for a variety of reasons. Uh, and in fact, I'd argue that Facebook is now the new newspaper. Think of how many Americans today wake up in the morning instead of grabbing the local paper with a cup of coffee, they grab their phones and they check Facebook for the news, which of course is not a local newspaper. It's curated by their friends and a data gathering behemoth that values most of us in our filter bubbles. You know, where conservatives see conservative news and liberals see liberal news, etc. Sports fans see sports news. And there was something notable too in the press release that went along with this study. Twenge said that the steep decline in reading was a surprise because it's just so convenient to read books and magazines on electronic devices like tablets today. In theory, 
I guess she's right, but not so much in practice. You know, there's a lot of restrictions that are on books and, and you know, other media, other reading material online. And books and subscriptions are expensive and many teams don't have money or credit cards. And besides, you know, why spend the money to learn something when you can just read a Facebook post or maybe the meme will give you the gist of it, right? And in fact, I'd argue that, yes, access is easier today, but th this is not about access. This is more about competition for attention. And as we've noted many times on this program over the years, on our devices, that's a difficult competition to win. When Copyright Clearance Center's Beyond the Book returns, Andrew Albanese offers thoughts on why many of us are kicking the habit when it comes to book reading. I'm Christopher Keneally with Copyright Clearance Center's Beyond the Book. Publishers Weekly Radio has the very best in book talk directly from New York City, the heart of the book publishing world. I'm Mark Rotella, Senior Editor at Publishers Weekly. And I'm Rose Fox. I'm a Senior Reviews Editor at Publishers Weekly. Join us every Friday for a full hour of exciting author interviews, best-selling books, and expert reports on the nuts and bolts of publishing. Every week, we make sure that you have the inside story of your favorite story. Take a listen at PublishersWeekly.com slash PWRadio. I'm Christopher Keneally for CCC's Beyond the Book. It's Friday, August 24th, 2018. Andrew Albanese of Publishers Weekly joins me as he does each week with news and insights on the world of publishing and reading. Andrew, we began the show with reporting on a recently published study showing a steep decline in reading among teenagers. Does the study help confirm the usual suspicions about why reading is so challenged? Yeah, and I suppose that we can say that every generation of minds is allegedly destroyed by the new media of their generation, right? You know, this, this is not a new concept. In, in terms of media, it was television, and then it was kill your television in the 80s, and then there was radio before that, and even the novel was sneered at back when poetry was still the currency of the literary realm. So what's at work here? The, the authors really don't offer any great insight beyond delivering the data, but again, look at all we know. Books are expensive. Social media is free. Books require an investment of alone time. And that's just not how kids today operate, if they ever operated that way. But also, I'd point out, neither do many adults operate that way. You know, Notably this week, there was also a blog post from the Pew Research Center based on a recent study of social media behavior, a survey that uh, Pew released this spring. And it noted that for all the concerns we have about how much screen time our kids have, Adults are addicted to their screens, too. And that's part of this as well. Uh, you know, as adults, we just aren't modeling good reading behavior for kids. I mean, think about how often your kids, if you have kids, see you reading a book, for example. And for a lot of households, that's actually a real issue. And for a lot of households, it's an economic issue. It's not just because books are expensive, but because many parents have to work multiple jobs. Uh, they just don't have the leisure time that they used to have. And that's well documented. So, you know, for all the lawsuits and the copyright legislation and the hand wringing and the publishing industry these days, I think the best thing, the best policies the publishing industry could advocate for the future of the book business, in my opinion, is for to advocate for a living wage and European-like vacation time. So over the years on this program, Andrew, we've discussed the decline in reading from various other studies and outlets, including the National Endowment for the Humanities. Do you have any sense of how those previous reports line up with this study about high schoolers? Yeah, you're right. You know, this is a, a long-running narrative. Your various groups, including the NEH, frequently release stats and warnings about the state of reading in America. Uh, last year, the NEH reported that reading for pleasure among adults was at a record low again. Uh, you know, so can we correlate that in any way to the decline of fiction sales we've seen over the last three years? Well, maybe. I think you can. 
And this study seems to do exactly that for high schoolers. The study that stands out for me actually was delivered in 2004 by the NEH. Uh, there was a, I remember that there was a press conference at the New York Public Library where Dana Joya, who was then the head of the NEH, said there was just no good news in the report. The first report he's ever delivered where there was no good news at all. That stands out to me when he said that. But, you know, back then that, that, that report was titled Reading at Risk. And it looks really prescient. I, I urge people to go back. It's from 2004. It's called Reading at Risk. And take a look at that report because it's fascinating. Uh, and then in 2007, NEH had another report called To Read or Not to Read. And Dana Joya also wrote the foreword to that report. And in both of those reports, Joya made a very key point that reading is hard. You know, it involves getting good at a skill, you know, literacy that then requires time, active engagement and concentration, unlike more passive forms of entertainment, like watching a movie or playing a video game, for example. In the 2007 report, Joya pointed out that the decline in reading is not just a cultural issue, and it doesn't just have consequences for the literary and arts communities and book publishers, as serious as those consequences are, but you know that it's a serious national problem, he wrote. At the current pace, if America continues to lose the habit of regular reading, the nation will suffer substantial economic, social, and civic setbacks. And to get back to your initial question about how this study lines up with those previous studies, a decade after after Joya wrote those words, we have continued to lose the habit of regular reading, and the authors of this most recent study are equally alarmed. Um, I'll read you a quote from Jean Twenge, one of the researchers who, who wrote the current study, and she, she writes that there's no lack of intelligence among young people, uh, but they do have less experience focusing for longer periods of time and reading long-form text, and that holds broad implications from developing critical thinking skills to having informed voters and citizens who can think through through complex issues. And frankly, in today's fact challenge, fake news world, I have to say, I think we're seeing that prove to be true. Now, we're about to take a little time off this summer, and I'm sure that we already have our final summer reads all set aside. But the fact is, most Americans don't. And it seems to me that that's the real challenge facing the book business now going forward. For all the time and money and attention spent by the book industry in Washington, lobbying against Google and Amazon and seeking a level economic playing field, not saying those are not important, but we simply aren't doing enough to foster reading habits in our kids. And we have to do better. You know, I'm just a reporter, Chris, and this is only my humble opinion, but there's really no putting this genie back in the bottle. This internet, smartphone, social media thing kind of feels like it's here to stay, right? So I think as we head back to school and head out into the fall, uh, that this report should really serve as a wake-up call for those of us in the book business and in the nation in general to just get smarter about the kinds of policies and practice that we pursue and that will actually help get people reading again. Well, you know, point well taken, Andrew Albanese. I think we all really have to do some of our own work back home when we get there is to pick up a book, sit down, find the time and model that behavior in ourselves and for others. And uh, we'll continue to follow this story and appreciate your reporting on it today for Beyond the Book. Andrew Albanese, senior writer at Publishers Weekly. Thanks for joining me. My pleasure, as always. Coming next on Beyond the Book, Inside Independent Publishing is a new podcast that features opinion leaders and innovators from across the indie publishing scene. Host Peter Goodman can hold his own on a range of topics given his own background as founder of Stonebridge Press and his term as board chair for the Independent Book Publishing Association. He shared with me recently some highlights from podcast episodes, and he told me how he feels sitting behind the microphone. 
Well, it uh, it actually beats sitting at my desk and uh, staring at manuscripts all day long. It's actually uh, it's very uh, energizing and invigorating to talk to people with different points of view. You know, I think all of us who are working in small scale environments uh, sometimes get a little uh, our ideas perhaps get a little shop worn being recycled through the same filters time and time again. So being able to speak with people from different parts of the industry who have different perspectives on things is, is very invigorating. Inside Independent Publishing, next on Beyond the Book. Beyond the Book is produced by Copyright Clearance Center, builders of unique solutions that connect content and rights in contextually relevant ways through software and professional services. CCC helps people navigate vast amounts of data to discover actionable insights, enabling them to innovate and make informed decisions. Beyond the Book co-producer and recording engineer is Jeremy Brisky of Burst Marketing. I'm Christopher Keneally. Thanks for listening, and join us again soon on Beyond the Book. Thank you.